Going Linux, episode 402, streaming music services that work with Linux. Welcome to the Going Linux podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. And I'm your co-host, Bill. Whether you're new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you valuable information and advice that will help you in Going Linux. We hope that you'll find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done. If you want, you can send us feedback at our email address at goinglinux at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 1-904-468-7889. In today's episode, streaming and online music services. Hello, Bill. How are things with you now that we have actually made it through the barrier between 2020 and 2021 and all the events that have happened <laughs> in that first little bit? Uh, yeah. How are yeah, things I, going? Yeah, things are going good. I uh, saw a t-shirt that I really liked that said, got through your free trial for 2021 uh, subscription and I'm not interested. <laughs> 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 so it's 2021 seems to be having a rough start but uh hopefully everything will settle down now that we've got all our presidential elections done we've got hopefully tempers will will uh cool down and everybody will get back to normal we got vaccines going out once they figure that all that out so hopefully 2021 will be the year that uh, everything gets back to semi normalcy yeah yeah, let's let's hope so. Um, hey, Larry. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I got a new computer. Yeah, you sent me a picture. It is, um, it's beautiful. Yes, it's amazing how much changes in, in like three years. Because the uh, my other, I guess I want to call this Beast Two, but uh, it's not really Beast. It's just a wonderful machine. But uh, technology it, it has won a long, uh, uh, come a long way. Um, this one uh, didn't come with the uh, i9. It comes with an, the 10th generation uh, Core i7. And it's made by HP. And um, it was a great price. It was like uh, like 1100 bucks, And it was a uh, what they call the budget Omen. Omen being the um, HP you know, premium laptop. You know, it's got basically the same guts. I might have a different keyboard, but I actually like this keyboard. It's, you know, backlit and stuff. And uh, and right yeah. now, I, ha I haven't had the heart to mess with it yet, but it, that's coming very soon. I still have my handy-dandy uh, can't-kill-it Dell uh, running Manjaro that uh, is, you know, my um, daily work machine. And this one, I've been... Playing a little <clears throat> Star Citizen, you know, uh, 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 with it just because it has the power. So um, I've got uh, an SSD. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going for. I'm going to put it in my my Manjaro machine. It's just a little i3, but it's it runs so well. I think it would really help it. Yeah. And then and then the other computer has to go. And it has to go back to repair because it's got a, a bad fan over, I think they said it was the GPU. So mm -hmm. they, and uh, I pulled apart and said, how hard could this be to, you know, to order a new fan and just put it in? And then I watched the YouTube videos and I said, uh, no. <laughs> so <laughs> it's one of those that you have to take the whole thing apart with. A, yeah, a basically. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the heat pipes are all together with the fans. You have to, you have to, take the battery out and you have to take the um the the, the little bluetooth cards and the, t the screws are really really tiny and if you know me i can mess up for free lunch so i'm just like you know what i'll, <laughs> I'll pay a professional to do this and then i think that machine f is going to be regulated to uh because it's an it's a like a six or no it's a seventh generation i7 with 16 so it will um be my new new test bed of <laughs> for Linuxes and stuff, okay. and so and of course Manjaro will be on it. So you know me being the fanboy that I am. But anyway, so yeah, I got a new shiny machine. Uh, the one thing I have noticed is 
wow, the screen is so much better than my old one. I thought the screen <laughs> one was better. Uh, you know, I thought I didn't realize it, it. It was it's good, but this one just is so super crisp and clear. I was like, wow. Yeah. So I've been really pleased with it. I just haven't. I've been using it mainly as just to fly starships into moons and stuff right now because I don't know what the heck I'm doing half the time in Star Citizen. So I <laughs> and I can't get it to run under Linux. I've tried. So, oh, yeah. really? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a public uh, right now. The game's in public alpha, so. Uh, I tried every trick. Uh, in the okay, book so it's and, it's early days for the yeah, it's the early game. days. So okay. to, you're trying a bunch of concepts out. So between crashing things into landing platforms or moons or planets, uh, basically working, sleeping, and uh, tinkering with uh, my Linux machines, and you know that's it. Nothing really changes for me. So <laughs> <laughs> how's work going for you? Yeah, work. Work is work, <laughs> okay. and it's always busy for me, so yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing, especially in these days of remote work and pandemic, yeah. uh, don't touch anything around you sort of thing, including your family members. Uh, it's just nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's well, nuts. the only family member I have right now is the dog, and, and he he's, uh, self-isolates all the time. Right now, he's up on the bed snoring, so yeah, he's okay. he, he's living the life. So yeah, I, I had the opportunity over the past three months to look through all and try every one of these uh, streaming services, and my main goal was to see how they worked under Linux, if they would work under Linux, and if there were any you know, differences in features, if the if it did have a Linux um, client, and. Yeah. I, and I'm really happy to say that we're in a super great um, uh, place with streaming uh, music. And I listen to a lot of music just because it keeps me halfway sane, or I try to stay halfway sane. So after listening to them and comparing the sound quality and the features, I, I thought this would be a great episode to kind of just touch on, you know, hey, someone might be looking to you know, have streaming uh, on their Linux machine, but they also want it to work on their Windows machine cause, right. or their Apple or OS X machine or their iPhone or Android. And so that or was all a big, of those. You know, or all of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, you know, right now, um, myself, you, everybody's pretty much cross-platform. We, you know, we use the best tool for the job. Right. So we're not purists. I mean, if you're a purist, great, but most people have to use Windows for work or they have to use uh, a Mac for their, uh, because of Adobe has software that's required or, right. or and, you know, I have an Android phone for work, but I have a personal iPhone Um and you, I think you have an iPhone for work and, you know, so it's just so yeah. many, there's so many uh, different platforms that I thought, hey, let's see which one would work well. And, uh, you know, as U Linux users, seeing if we are uh, missing anything. And right. so I, I wanted to get into this. So Right. And just as we've talked about, you and I, Bill, we will discuss the music services in this episode. And in a future episode, we'll take a look at some video services as well and do a similar sort of rundown on what's available there. Yeah, the video services, uh, I think we're, we should be in a pretty good place there, but there are a few caveats mm -hmm. that I found. Okay. And uh, one of the things that you'll notice is um, I, for this episode, uh, went with the ones that uh, you actually have to subscribe to. Some of them do have some free tiers, and I'll, I'll, bring, the, I'll bring that out uh, and let you know which ones. But uh, you know, music is a, is a multi-billion dollar business right now and for people because no one goes to the, uh, the music store anymore and buys a CD. Right, and right, you, exactly. Yeah. And so... You know, for the price of a cheap CD, you're getting a month of pretty much all you can eat music. And so mm -hmm. that's, that's, I think that's what's really uh, propelled 
the music service, the streaming services, uh, tend to where they are today. So with that, um, let's begin. Okay. So this is not going to be an all-inclusive list, but let's list the services that we're going to talk about here. And if we've missed your favorite one and you can give us a review of whether or not that works and how well it works on Linux, that would be great. We'd welcome that as part of a listener feedback episode and we'll uh, provide that review on the air, either as a recording from you or if you just want to put it down in text and email that to us, that's acceptable as well. Just uh, give us some feedback on what you use if we don't cover it here in this list. So, Bill, the list is, in no particular order, Spotify, Deezer, Tidal. This uh, title I haven't used on Q-O-Buzz, or is it pronounced Quo-Buzz? I don't know. Uh, that's one. I, always, I just say Q-Buzz and keep on, but it's okay. probably Quo-Buzz. Uh, okay. And Napster. I didn't know they were still around. Apple Music, Amazon Music Unlimited, and YouTube Music. So we'll cover all of those. So... Every one of the every one of those in the list, I've actually um, tried either through a free trial or actually subscribed for a month to see how they work. So that's why it's taken so long, right? I just wanted to give everyone a fair shot, and some of All them right. worked better and some best. So anyway, um, the first one we're going to talk about is what, Larry? Uh, Spotify. Yeah, let's take a look at Spotify. I had to look at the list. Yeah, does it work with everything? It does. Uh, Spotify works perfectly. It, it, I didn't have any issues. Um, it plays on about everything. Costs the nine ninety nine. You know, nine ninety nine is so much less than ten dollars a month. Apparently. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. You know, over a year, it you know you save what. 12 cents. 12 cents. Hey, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> and of just, course, these prices are U.S. dollars. These yeah. are U.S. dollars, of course. And if you're in Europe, I think it's a little different. And they've got different plans, different prices in different countries. But this is just for U.S.-based. So, and, and sometimes you can get a, um, a pretty uh, good um, deal, a sweet deal if you want to try it out. Uh, I just snagged one uh, because I was thinking about going someplace else and they say hey we'll give you three months for 9.99 you know so i'm like okay i can stay for another three months yeah uh, spotify has all you know they, they make the lists and so they know what i like to listen to so they've been pretty good about it and they have a huge um catalog and hey even our podcast is on spotify and because they're really doing a push for um uh, podcast now they want to be the go-to for everything so i would say that this one is a solid choice some people complain that maybe the audio quality is not as good or the way they encode it but uh, i really can't tell the difference between too many uh of these services i guess I'd, i'm not an audiophile so you know it's usually uh, the 320 uh, MP3, which is and good enough for my old ears. Yeah, exactly. I think most of us are in that same camp. So unless you have a uh, high-priced, super-high-quality audio system and you are an audiophile, you probably won't notice much, if any, difference between each of these streaming services. And I think that streaming services, by definition because they have to stream and they have to use bandwidth. They're going to have to compress the signal, which, of course, reduces the quality. So I think if you're really uh, in that camp of being an audiophile who wants the perfect representation of the music, you're going to have local copies that you're listening to and probably copies that um, are professionally recorded in some way or another and... Maybe you're purchasing vinyl these days. I don't know. <laughs> well, one of the interesting things uh, for Spotify is that um, 
in Ubuntu and um, uh, any of its derivatives plus uh, Manjaro mm -hmm. that you can pretty much uh, get a Electron app of the Spotify client or yes. it's a Snap or whatever. So it, it, it looks like a native app, acts like a native app. Um, whatever you feel about electrons it, that you know i consider that hey you can play spotify if you're a spotify user on your linux machine you can play it in your web browser it's available for android it's available for mac os uh it's you know ios so this one pretty much anywhere you go or any device or computer it will play mm -hmm. so yeah that's good it's a, it's so a solid it choice yeah yep Okay, so our next one is Deezer. Yeah, Deezer. And Deezer is uh, one of those companies that has acquired other companies. They quite a while ago, I think it's probably a year or more ago, probably more than a year ago, they acquired Stitcher. Ah. And we're listed on Stitcher, our podcast is. So I'm familiar with Stitcher. And I'm aware of Deezer purchasing them, but I haven't really, other than improving, you know, the player and things that would normally happen regardless of the owner of the company, I haven't really seen too much impact of Deezer on Stitcher. So I still, um, yeah. I, I still refer to Stitcher and I don't know whether it's the same platform in different countries, just rebranded Deezer or whether they have something different, but as far anyway, as I know, yeah. Stitcher is what what I use. So Deezer uh, is uh, it's a French company, and they um, uh, they are also I would consider them like a smaller Spotify as far as mm -hmm. uh, their music catalogs are very close. But uh, I, I was able to find everything I wanted except some of the weird stuff I listen to, of course, and. I would say that Deezer's interface on especially my phone or even on the uh, when you're using a web browser to listen it um it looks a little cleaner than Spotify you know cuz you know they all are pretty much uh feature comparable it's just mm -hmm. a little bit of the the layout of the interface and I found Deezer's to be really really nice they also had a dark mode so it doesn't blast your eyes or you can go to right. light mode you know spotify uses a, a like a uh, i would say a dark mode almost all the time it's a it's a darker interface um so both you know you can pick what you want you know if, especially if you don't like dark mode these are allows you to go with the light mode Mm -hmm. And uh, they, uh, their service was pretty rock solid. And like I said, I did notice a few little um, differences as far as since our French company, I noticed there was more French music on there, which was pretty cool because some of those guys are, are pretty talented. Um, they, uh, like I said, I, everything that Spotify had, you know, I, I could find on Deezer and it worked really, really well. It, they usually have, um, uh, a good specials. Hey, you know, try it for a month free or whatever. You, st you do have to put your credit card in there. The one thing I did find with Deezer was that um, I had to notify my bank for some reason that mm. I had subscribed to it because, you know, they, they always, you know, verify with that $1 thing that they return to you that it's a valid uh, credit card. Right. So uh, it I that flagged immediately. I, even though it was a U.S. processor, I, you know, I, every time I wanted to, uh, you know, subscribe after my free trial, um, it wanted, uh, my bank was like, Hey, this is kind of suspect. So I don't know what that was all about. My, is either my bank just being my bank or, um, there's the way they have their payment process set up. And, um, that was kind of about the only thing I could really, um, you know, say, Hey guys, you need to work this out. Cause this is old. Cause I don't want to talk to my bank every month, every time I want to, yeah. Uh, and you know, I could probably set up an exception or whatever, but that's just, you know, just to listen to music that, that would be annoying. Uh, and so 
I would say Spotify and Deezer are very, very close as far as sound quality. Uh, Deezer on certain things I thought sound a little better, but nothing that would make me go, oh my goodness, that's so much better. Mm -hmm. So I say they're very close. And uh, Deezer works well on, I think, Android and, and iOS, and you can um, even listen to it in... Um, your web browser and I believe there's an electron app for Deezer also. So Okay. Yeah, I do, since I don't have a, a a Mac that I can see, I'm going to have to say uh I don't know if it has a native client for it. But uh I if you if it doesn't, you can still use the web browser. The good thing is the web browser seems to always uh work uh, on all these and they the interface is identical from what I could tell from like a Windows uh, or uh, uh, yeah a Windows machine right okay all right um, yeah so Deezer is focused exclusively on music or do they have podcasts in there as well uh, you know? I, if I remember correctly I didn't see I think there is some podcasts but it's mostly um music they they okay. don't have the catalog of podcasts that spotify does just be but that's understandable because spotify has been spending lots and lots of money to bring on as much podcasts because apparently podcasts are the future right exactly yeah and as i look at the deezer site compared with the stitcher site it looks like stitcher is focused on podcasts where Deezer is focused on music. So maybe yeah. that's how they've divided up their services. So, yeah. Um, and that's not, a, that, that's not a bad idea because uh, sometimes uh, the one thing I do have a problem with Spotify is that it uh, I don't want to listen to my podcasts on my music uh my music service mm -hmm. uh, i have a separate podcast uh, podcast client that i have set up for stuff that i listen to and i just right. don't i don't i mean i can understand if you if you do want to uh, have it all in one place it's probably mm -hmm. a great resource but I, I like to have a little more granular control of what i listen to as far as podcasts right did you mention the pricing on on Deezer? Yeah, Deezer is is the same. Uh, it's nine ninety nine um, a they month. Have a free tier as well. They right? have a free um, features. They do have a free tier, but you're gonna hear ads. Um, mm, okay. And yep. uh, Spotify also has a free tier, uh, and it, it's basically it's a couple songs, and they say you can subs uh, subscribe to. Um, to Spotify, so you get a lot more ads. It's a little annoying. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why every one of these that I've done, either I used a free trial or I actually paid my own money to listen to it just because uh, I just, I see enough ads, you know, for on, on, uh, on YouTube. I just don't want to see anymore. Yeah, 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 I yeah. get it. But yeah, thanks for that. The one thing I will notice about, uh, I will mention about Deezer, and like I said, it's a very solid choice if you don't want to use Spotify, is that uh, you can some, they have these specials that you can sometimes get uh, a year of Deezer for the prey for like, um, I think it's nine or ten months uh, cost. So they'll mm -hmm. give you a discount if you pay them for a year. And I don't think Spotify, I've never seen it yet. Spotify doesn't have that. They want you on that month to month. So if you're a little more cost conscious uh, and uh, you see one of these things with Deezer, yeah, you'd be pretty, pretty safe to, to go ahead and say, yeah, I, I'll use Deezer and you'll, you won't miss anything that you would on Spotify. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, let's move on to Napster. Like I said, I, I, didn't know they were still around. I mean, well, when, one of the people I work with was involved in Napster <laughs> when it was a startup, and he's since moved on to other bigger and better things. And that's, yeah, I haven't heard of Napster in years. What's going on there? So Napster was a late entry into this. I thought they were gone too. So yeah. Naps, this one's sort of a mess, okay? Um, the company, there's a company that bought Napster, because, you know, for some of the 
maybe uh, people that aren't familiar, Napster used to be a file sharing service that got shut down for because they would share right. uh, music and uh, I believe they even shared videos, but it was a peer-to-peer uh, BitTorrent type system. And so for some reason, they thought it was a great idea to buy the name after they put them out of business. And then Napster's been sold like two or three times to different companies. So it, this one was kind of weird uh because i it it felt kind of um just like okay this is napster but not we're we're not really napster we're a music streaming service that's legal <laughs> like mm-hmm. okay yeah. this so is right now not I, your grandfather's napster yeah but uh, i think napster has such a brand recognition for some of the people uh, our age that they thought it would be a good idea this app did not in my opinion uh make it easy to discover new music such as deezer or spotify you know um i was able to find most of the music there was a few um, I, I was looking for a uh, one of Taylor Swift's n- new songs that on one of her uh, albums she just released. I couldn't find it. It might be that it just hadn't filtered down, or it could be that it was uh, operator error. But um, it was kind of weird. Um, the interface uh, is cleaner um, to the point of being uh, very unita- uh, very very stark. Uh, they do. I just don't think their algorithm for suggesting music after because you, you'll on all these you tell them oh these are the music I'm interested in. and it was coming up some weird stuff. So mm. that I mean stuff that I would never listen to. I think it even um, I I don't listen to any country and uh, all of a sudden it was just started suggesting like Wailing Jennings and and Hank Williams Jr. and I'm like why because i didn't hmm, click yeah. those so it old wasn't that school. great <laughs> old school um yeah. it does work well on linux you can use it through the browser um but and you can put on the android in and uh, the iphones but uh again uh, i'm sure it has a mac client also it hmm. just wasn't i didn't think there it did a good job uh, it was the same price. It was nine ninety nine, and they had a free trial. And you know they have some uh, a little thing that's supposed to tune your um, your headphones to you know make your music sound better. And you know for it's the, the, I think they call it ear something. And you go through this little test, and it's supposed to tweak it uh, to for the music to sound you know, for you personalized. I tried it and I went through the little test and it was all weird and and uh you know, listen for the little tone, okay I got that. So you go through that for about uh two or three minutes and I you know what, Larry? Guess how much difference I was able to notice. How much? How much? None. None right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Old ears. So uh it's not a bad choice, but there are better choices. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's go on to another choice then. Uh, so here's another French company. This is the QO Buzz. And it, since it's French, it's probably pronounced more like Quobuz or something like that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, tell us about that one. That one I have uh, never heard of either. Yeah. So Quobuz is... I was interested in this one because one, I had never heard of it, and two, it, it, it labels itself as it only has high def uh, streaming. You can in in the app, it did let you select uh, to MP3 to save bandwidth, but you know what's you know I did try that, but I you know if I'm going to pay the fourteen ninety nine, um, yeah, a month, I want to have an incredible experience. Mm-hmm. So this one I had a horrible experience with. I even wrote oh. to I wrote to their support department and they were exceedingly slow to get back to me. I'm talking a week. Because what would happen is you would listen I'd be on my home network and I'd want to skip through a song that I had no interest in listening to and then it would start uh having uh, stuttering 
uh, problems and it would play for about 30 seconds and stop and then play for it's a but it was a buffering issue and I, I actually this one was you know, so uh, interesting I want to see if I could duplicate it on other platforms so it did it on my Windows machine it mm -hmm. did it on my Linux machine it did it on both my Android and iOS phones so it, it, it's a problem in there in their software somewhere so I, I sent them a bug report and said hey this is an issue and a week later they finally says well and I don't know the what they were thinking was um and the guy wrote in his the support person said well um yeah it's definitely uh your your home internet connection and your cellular connection and i have unlimited on both and they're they've never had an issue streaming music even large files and he says you know you should just download them because i believe it sounds better when they're downloaded and i'm thinking no it doesn't <laughs> You know, <laughs> if I'm listening to uh, uh, a FLAC file, and a lot of theirs are FLAC, okay. and they're huge, um, but it, it doesn't matter if you're streaming it, it might put according to bandwidth, but technically if you have enough bandwidth to, to, to do the FLAC, and then you, and you download the FLAC in the same, it should sound the same, um, and you know, FLAC files are huge, and... Yes. I said, okay, maybe uh, I'll just do the MP3s. Uh, it's 320. You know, it's the same uh, as the others, and I still had the same issue. And mm -hmm. none of the others, you know, I should be able to stream a 320 uh, encoded MP3 with no problem, especially since I don't have any other issues. So we went back and forth, and yeah, they were just, you know, they gave excuses for everything except it's them so i kind of went on the the, the the google and uh started looking around and it seems to be a problem with their service i don't know if they don't have enough bandwidth or whatever uh the other thing is with uh, cubus they have a lot of older music like the old um rock the old classic rock or the old country or the, or mm -hmm. they had a lot of classical they did you were able to find some of the new ones i wasn't able to find uh, and i i usually just pick a, a new um artist uh, a new album by an artist to see if i can find it on their service mm -hmm. and taylor swift had just released their her new one called evermore and good album by the way but um i've listened to it enough on all these services so i'm you know <laughs> i got yeah. I've, I've burnt myself out on that album but okay. i, I want to sing the lyrics without looking at the words right <laughs> uh probably <laughs> but you know i wanted to keep this as fair as possible so the uh i found it and it was okay but like again i didn't for them for that extra five bucks i i, I really wanted to hear something even if it's just a little crisper or cleaner uh, we've we've talked before about uh, it makes a big difference how you encode it with what software because you know sometimes right. one encoder even though you're in, and uh, will encode it a little cleaner so this one was just not a good um, service in my opinion you know your your mileage may vary. It didn't offer a lot of the uh, more uh, commonly features of, you know, try this playlist. I think there's some music based on your listening that you might like. Mm -hmm. um, so that and their poor customer service, I would, you know, even though it does run uh, on Linux in the browser and on uh, Android and iPhone, uh, I couldn't get past all that, that buffering issues that none yeah. of the others had. And so, with this one, I would say this need that they need to be uh, a hard pass if you're looking for a streaming source on Linux. Right. Okay. All right. And it could also be bandwidth limited on their side or your side, whatever. I know your bandwidth isn't super huge where you are, unlimited or not. You know the the speed of the download can affect it. So yeah, like you said. Your mileage may vary. I uh, thought about that. So I actually took my laptop 
to work. My Linux laptop to work when we have a business internet that runs mm -hmm. the whole thing and no one's that on. That should be fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fast. I mean, I it's like twenty five thousand times faster than my home, and I still had this. I still had the buffering oh, issue. Okay, all right. So, so it's not your bandwidth. That's yeah, I here. wanted to give yeah. them a fair, uh, fair, uh, yeah, okay. benefit of the doubt, fair shake. But it just, you know, with the quality, I you know, again, average person who just wants to listen to music, uh, and not audiophile, I would have to say. Pass on these. Okay. So we'll move on now to Amazon Music Unlimited. Tell us about your research on that one. I was very impressed with them. Um, this is a very solid choice. If you're already in the uh, Amazon ecosystem and you're a Prime member, you can get that uh, unlimited music plan for $7.99. Okay. You don't have to be a prime uh, member if you're if you're not a if you're not a prime member, you can still use that. It's, it's considered a stand alone um, uh, service. It's the same as all the others. Nine ninety nine. They usually will. They have a really generous um, new uh, subscriber. They usually is three months. I saw one. It was for. You know, six, uh, three dollars for six months. You know, so they're always throwing stuff out there. So if you're interested in it, you know, keep an eye on that. Okay. Um, they also offer a high, uh, what they call Amazon Music Unlimited HD, which is for five dollars more. Uh, they, uh, you can listen to high definition tracks. It's an add-on. It's, but it's there if you're an audiophile and you like, uh, and you're already in the Prime ecosystem. You know, you might want to give an extra five bucks so you can have everything in this high, super high definition music. Again, old ears. So, hey, they, uh, um, their music catalog is on par with, uh, with Spotify, with, uh, Deezer, um, with, uh, YouTube music, with Tidal. They have everything. Uh, and some, um, and they also do podcasts, and we're on that too. Hey, plug for yes, the show there. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's a great service, and it's a very solid choice if you don't want to use Spotify or you're already in the ecosystem. Because as part of your Prime, you get a limited version of that. I think it has like three million songs, or you can pay them the seven ninety nine if you're a Prime member and get access to fifty million songs. So, you know. It's kind of like here's a taste, and if you really want it, you pay us another eight bucks, and you uh, oh I'm sorry seven ninety nine, mm -hmm. and we'll let you uh, have access to everything. They've been throwing money at this, uh, and it shows the interface is clean, it works well. I had no streaming issues. It was like here <laughs> music all the time, even in areas when I'm driving to work that might be dead, never had an issue. So Amazon Music is a is a super service uh, works well works on uh, uh, the browsers uh, they, I, I don't believe I couldn't find one anyway a, uh, a electron app or a uh, native Amazon uh, music um, app for Linux but the web browser works just fine so you open it up you can minimize it and continue on your work and listen to your Amazon music it's on iPhone it's on um, all those Echo devices, it's on the Android. So it's a really, um, you know, I would say that this one is 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 right on par with Spotify. No worries. Okay. All right. Okay. So that sounds like a, a good one. Uh, how about YouTube music? How does that stack up? Now, this music service, and, it, and, and I, I use music services. This one's kind of hard to nail down. Because it allows you to watch music videos also, and it, and because YouTube, everybody's done remixes, etc., etc., uh, to songs, you'll run across those when you're looking for a specific um, artist. You'll sometimes pull up these remixes, and you're like, that's not what I want. Right, um, okay. I know there. Google finally, uh, they used to have two music services. One was called Google uh, Music. And then they had YouTube, so they finally closed the Google Music, or whatever it was called. Um, 
and put them to both services. There's some people like it better. They say interface is better. Uh, it's not. You know, Google kills things off all the time. Yeah. Uh, the thing I found this is when you're when you're looking for music and you find one of these remixes, um, you can sometimes run across the lower quality sound. Not all the time. Uh, for the general part, YouTube music sounds really good. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, for some reason, you get these weird lower bit rates that are noticeable. Like it sounds like a 64K. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, not all the time. I had it happen you know, probably 10 times in a month. But it's just when you want to listen, when you're listening to your music, you got it on autoplay, and all of a sudden you go from really clear music that sounds great to this, you know, 64, 128K. Uh, MP3, you're like, ugh, what happened there? And it would come up with really weird um, suggestions for you. So it's not bad. It's just if if you're already uh, uh, used to YouTube and that's where you get your music, this will be a great service for you. But another, th- uh, just a little plus, if you have the YouTube Premium, which is the one that's supposed to keep you from having to watch so many ads on YouTube, uh-huh. It's in, it's that service is included in that bundle for like fourteen ninety nine, so if you, so if you're already into that ecosystem, you're like and you say I already have this, then you already have YouTube Music. You should use it because uh, it might not be on uh, feature parity with Spotify or Amazon Music or Deezer, but it's pretty close. So yeah, there's and there's you're no reason for yeah. it. So yeah, so you might as well use it now. If you just want this music service, it's nine ninety nine, or you can pay the extra five bucks and get get that and not have to look at ads. So it you know, this kind of depends on your use case. Mm-hmm. Okay, and like you said, there's kind of a mix of video and audio and. As you're playing it, you can't tell which one's coming up next. Is that kind of the way Some, it happens? Uh, sometimes now you can set it where you uh, you can tell you only want to see audio. Okay. Um, or you, it will let you, if there's a music video available, it will let you watch it. Or you can search in the music app um, and it will actually pull up uh, videos that you can watch. So you can turn it off. But the ability's there, and I think maybe where that part of that disconnect about the sound quality is that the, and I notice this when you're listening to just audio, it sounds better on a lot of the videos. But if you listen to video, you can tell that the sound quality drops. It might be pulling that music from the music. Okay. You do get a lot of mashups. You know, there's a lot of channels that that stream like certain types of music, like lo-fi, hip-hop, or you know, classical, whatever. So you can find those, and it's just pretty much a curated stream by whoever started the channel, and they're fairly popular. And they're, you know, it's it has some nice features. Um, I wouldn't say anything. There was any deal breakers, but. For me, just having the bouncing uh, audio uh, quality was a little discouraging. Mm, okay. All right. Okay, and we talked about pricing on that one. So should we move on to Tidal now? So Tidal is the one that I believe Jay-Z and a bunch of artists own. And it's okay. It has a good catalog on um, parity with uh, Spotify. I would it, it kind of aims more toward uh, the newer music, like the latest hip hop and stuff. It's not to say it doesn't have everything else, um, but it seems oh it was bringing up recommendations that music that I would never listen to. So that that being said, um, it was it was okay. Uh, the interface is clean. It's easy to navigate. They don't. I didn't find, I think I might have found one podcast, but it was a title podcast where they're doing an artist or something. But they're basically music only. And they're kind of a, a different um, animal, is that they have, uh, they they just started a free service that's kind of limited. Um, uh, they just uh, they have what they call their premium, and then they have their hi-fi. Now hi-fi is twenty bucks a month. 
Mm, okay. And I'm sorry, I'm cheap. I am not paying 20 bucks a month to listen to music. Uh, well, especially since is it twice my, as good music? I mean, come on. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my old ears, oh, you know, 320 um, MP3 is perfectly fine for me. The um, So they their high end is 1999, uh, but their premium is like 999. Okay. No, ten bucks. Okay, so in line with all the others. Um, worked on all the phones I tried, and it did stream, and and the interface was you know feature, you know parity with Windows is the exact same. So no, I would expect that because it's being rendered by a web browser, but the. This one I noticed was a was uh, really picky about uh, DRM, mm-hmm. and I had to uh, let Firefox download an extension so it would play. Uh, don't know what that was about. They just seem to have things uh, tied very tightly to DRM. They have the different something they're they're called MHQ or whatever. It's supposed to make music sound great, and again old ears mm-hmm. the uh the one thing that i did not like about them is i actually paid them uh i listened to free t- trial and i didn't use it as much so i said i'll just give them 10 bucks i'll listen to them and uh, again and you know because i wanted to give everyone about the same amount of time listening and the problem with this is when i found okay i'm not going to keep you you're fine uh they it is a pain in the butt to cancel. They make you go through this. Why you're leaving? You know what? You know it just and you have to answer this stuff, or it will not let you go to the next page to hit the cancel button. So I thought that was kind of crummy. All the others you can hit, usually hit one button. Are you sure? Yes, and you're done. Uh, and sometimes they'll pop up with an optional. Hey, can you tell us where you're going, or you know what we can do better? But these mm-hmm. yeah, they. They were very, um, you know, here's this four-page things you're going to fill out. Each one of these has four or five questions, and you're not going to the next one until you answer these. So not quite happy with them. Um, are they a good music service? I'd say, yeah, they're fine. Um, if you like some of the newer music, uh, the latest and greatest uh, uh, hip-hop artists, I found all of them there. I uh, found all the pop stars, but it seems like um, they're they they're more geared to more of the um, hip hop, um, the new modern hip hop stuff than other music. That could yeah. be just me, but I've heard that me- uh, in the reviews I've read, I've heard that mentioned to other people saying, you know, I'm not interested in that music. I want to listen to whatever, and it's always seemed to be pop. You know, it suggests something that you have, you know no desire to listen to right um so anyway the music was great um as far as sound quality um i to be truthful i I didn't find it um as good as i would say um amazon music unlimited uh on some songs but as a general it's it was pretty close so nothing to write home about right right okay yeah, I'm not surprised that they are more focused on the DRM side of things. My understanding, and I'm not an expert in this, so I could be wrong, but my understanding is that Title was originally set up uh, by people in the music industry, uh, artists and producers and that sort of thing, who are, uh, by virtue of what they do for a living, concerned that they don't lose any revenue for any of the songs wherever they are played and as a result drm is the way that they protect that and so uh, it's not surprising that drm would be pretty high priority for a service like this i am a little surprised though that the they are charging uh so much and yet still uh have such a focus on DRM. Well, maybe I'm not surprised about that. Uh, But I am a little disappointed that they would try to lock you in by making it difficult to leave the service. And that can't be good for them. Um, 
in the in the long run for for people who sign up and end up deciding that it's not for them so probably a bad review there for some folks um there's a couple things that uh, I would be remiss if I did not mention title says that they pay their artists uh uh more than most of these services and i looked at the list and, and it is uh, a bigger difference it's not the highest but they're right up there um title also so i had the same music title was able uh, let me uh, import all my music playlists from spotify into them Okay. Uh, YouTube Music gave me said, "Hey, you can't do import that many." I, I don't know why. I only have like three hundred playlists. Uh, you know, you know. But uh, title worked fine. Um, and but some of the others, you know, say, oh, "Hey, you only can do fifty, or you only can do twenty-five a day, or whatever." So I have to give title props on that. Um, I would say that if title continues improving because you know there's i think they're one of the newer players i would give them a another um shot myself personally because i thought that the the service and some of the stuff they offered you know they they do a little bit more of a um some they support upcoming artists i just think that they need to be more of a general um music service and and actually um, I think they're still tuning their algorithm. So I'm willing to give them a benefit of the, the doubt. I think they need to bring their their upper end, that, that HD, down a little bit you know, to match Amazon, to match uh, any of these high-definition services. And the uh, DRM, it really didn't affect me except for that one time I had to say, okay, yeah, you can download this D this DRM extension so I can listen to the music. I didn't have that issue on any of the phones or anything. So I'm not, it's not negative. I just, you know, I was a little just turned off about having to go through those steps to cancel it. Yeah. Um, and it's it just seemed like its focus was more on the other stuff. Uh, you know, okay. some of the more modern music. I will say, you know, I'll check them out in, you know, another six, eight, eight months to see if they've changed anything. And, um, and, you know, then I'll, I'll let you know if uh, I would recommend them even more. But right now I would say they would be like a tier two choice. You know, there's mm -hmm. other, there's other, uh, better choices for just music. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on to Apple Music, another big fish in the pond. Yeah, Apple Music. I threw this one in on the list because uh, you can use it in a web um, browser, and you can use it on Android, and you can use it on iPhone, and of course you can use it on Mac. Um, but I, they do not have a Linux client, but their web browser works. So same with all of them. Some of them will have an Electron app, you know, that someone's bundled together or a snap with it. Um, but they have no desire and they will never have a desire for a Linux client. So if you're in the Apple ecosystem, you can use their web browser, but they're right on there. And it's kind of hard to find. It's not difficult. It's just you have to search for it. Uh, well, anyway, I did, and they tell you that the their browser music collection is still in beta. When I tested it, it said beta right on there, so it worked mm. fine. Didn't have any issues. It was just they're not really, uh, from what I can tell, pushing it as much as the others. They they can they could clean up their their web browser interface. It kind of reminded me of a stripped back iTunes type of, um, but it did work, and I didn't really have any issues with it. Their their catalog's just as large, and it's nine 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 two. So, what their gig is is some of these uh, unlimited plans for these carriers. If you have their top tier unlimited plan, you get Apple Music for free. So, uh, it's built into the plan cost. So, you know, especially I think Verizon does it, and T-Mobile does it. And I don't know about AT and T, but right. uh, I'm a Verizon user, and if I wanted to pay them an extra 
35 bucks a month for their top tier super duper you know kitchen sink um data plan then i could have apple music for free but i'm trying to find stuff that's easy to use all the way around so you right. can use it on linux but you'd have to use a web browser and you can use it on the other devices okay all right uh pricing for apple music is 9.99 saying so, yeah, that okay, seems to be the magic else, bullet yeah, yeah okay. except for the the oddball the cubas or if you're going to a high definition with uh title or uh amazon music um yeah they're all 9.99 there's okay. just and you can usually get a free trial for uh apple music for thir for 30 days so if you want to try them out and see if they fit your your usage that would probably work Okay. All right. Well, uh, we've covered quite a few applications here. So what's your final conclusion, Bill? Okay. This is my personal opinion only, uh, but hopefully this will be helpful for everybody listening to me ramble on about music services. Um, the good news is you can use all these services uh, in browsers running under Linux with very few issues. Uh, and most of the time you won't have any. Some, uh, like Spotify, will offer you an app, usually electron, uh, electron app or a Snap. And I think it really boils down to how they, they, they sound to you, because you know, some people say they can hear differences. Me, not so much, but then again, again, old ears. All the prices are pretty much the same, nine ninety nine, and you can try them, uh, try them out and see which one fits your yeah, which one do you like best? But if I had to pick the top ones, I would say Spotify and Amazon Music Unlimited as as first tier choices. And then I would say, you know, if you didn't want to use either one of those, I would give Deezer and YouTube Music uh, like a second tier uh, consideration. And I would put Title maybe at two point. 2.5 tier but those are the kind of ones i would go with the the spotify and amazon music if they fit you because they have all the music deezer is a solid choice youtube music is just youtube music you know google knows everything about you so you know you'll you'll have you'll have a decent experience so it just depends on what ecosystem you're tied to whether it be amazon or youtube or apple um or you just kind of pick what you want to use but none of these are really bad choices except cubas don't ever use them no i'm just kidding mm -hmm. uh you try them out if you might like them but stay with the big uh, the bigger names uh i did you know try to get as many of these done uh and listen to but i can only listen to taylor swift uh so much before i lose my mind <laughs> okay so right. I want to give a pro tip just because uh, I was surprised. Now, say you want to subscribe to a service. Always use your web browser at home on your Linux machine or okay. at whatever. Because uh, if you sign up to the phone in the app store, you get a 2 to $3 monthly surcharge fee added on top so it goes from 9.99 to you know 12.99 or 13.99 or 14.99 for the same search you can get for nine bucks the reason for that is the app stores are taking their 30 or whatever percent and yeah. the yeah so but here's the interesting you can download the app you just don't sign up for it uh, through the app you sign it up and then you put your credentials in the app and it works perfectly it's just one of those things that some people never realize that hey i'm paying an extra you know three two to three bucks so you know that's 24 36 bucks a year might not seem like yeah. a lot but i'd rather have that money in my pocket and not theirs right it adds so up. yeah so it adds up so that's just a pro tip that i found and all of them seem to do it uh, it just depends on what app store uh, that you're using. So always sign up through your web, your, uh, through your web browser, and then you can, of course, download the app for free and just pull your um, your details in, and it works. Uh, that's a good tip. Uh, that's kind of the way I do it anyway. When I'm signing up for services, I go to the okay. website. 
Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I would never have thought that, you know, downloading and signing up from your phone, or I guess a tablet as well, would end up costing you more money. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Just, so thanks for that. Yeah, no worries. I just, uh, yeah. you know, like I said, I like to guess, uh you're already paying them, so you might as well save money if you're going to be using their services. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, um, as far as my final wrap up here, I mean, I don't listen to a lot of music. Let's just say that. Uh, and so I think we've covered some of the more important applications out there and services out there. Some that maybe we have missed are things like Pandora or TuneIn Radio or what's the other one? iHeart Radio, you know, that um, are, well, maybe not so much Pandora because that's a little along, more along the lines of Spotify and what we've been talking about here. But TuneIn Radio, iHeart Radio, those kinds of things are more uh, spinoffs from the radio um model of things and are really old school radio stations, in my opinion, old school radio stations trying to get into the new downloadable streaming age and trying to figure that out themselves. So maybe that's not so important to people uh, who are listening these days. Uh, but, you know, if if your favorite is something like TuneIn or Pandora and you'd like to give us your opinion, send that in. Uh, some of the other things that may be of interest to people are some services that allow you to do command line uh, listening to radio, things like Soma FM. Um, so some of the artists in there are lesser known, uh, independent artists. So if you're into that kind of thing, you might want to check that out and you don't care for a fancy user interface. Some things to think about there. Um, the other thing we might have gone into that we didn't um, is just how well these services support artists that aren't in it for the money. Uh, you know, I would expect that title probably ignores anybody who isn't a member of the recording industry uh, and who is just wanting to create independent music and doesn't necessarily subscribe to the DRM. They just want their music out there. And if you want to provide them some, some money to continue to be able to produce their music, then great. Those kinds of things. Um, the independent artists, the artists who are lesser known and need some promotion, whether they're in it for the money or not, they, they need the promotion. And do you find those on Apple Music? Do you find those on Tidal? Do you find them on Spotify? Do you find them in any of these services that we've talked about? That would be kind of interesting to know about that. Um, or, or even can you find them if you search? You know, you mentioned some of these services are geared to one genre of music versus another. Um, yeah. is, is there really a wide range of selection as much as you would like or those kinds of things? So we've touched a little bit on that, but you know, for if, if we were to go in more deeply on this topic, we might dig into that kind of thing, but that's not really the intent of the episode. The intent of the episode was just to indicate whether or not it works and then let you go find the right service for the right price that provides you with the right music that fits your taste. Yeah, I, w I would like to just add, um, I listened to Pandora, but I didn't include it just because I haven't given it as much time as the others. I started with Pandora way back in the day before it yeah. was balled out by Sirius uh, Radio. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of the reasons that I uh, try to stay away from Pandora uh, is because they pay... Uh, nothing basically to the artists. Right. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, that the others are a hundred percent better, but um, depending. But Pandora's like right down there, you know, pennies. So I and I don't and their audio quality is kind of it's okay, but they 
they have you know different plans and they keep changing things around so i have moved on from them um but you know i haven't had a lot of time to listen to them now the last thing i, wa- I would like to say is if you're looking for those independent art- artists uh and youtube music will be the one that you want to look because everybody will post um their uh, covers or their mixes or their original songs to YouTube because it has such a low barrier to entry and since YouTube music and YouTube are are pretty much one and the same you're going to find those independent artists more than you would find them on Spotify or Amazon Music because that's okay. where people been they put stuff to get noticed so that being said that's it okay well uh, i guess that wraps things up for us on this episode yeah. And our next episode, of course, will be listener feedback. Until then, you can go to our website at goinglangs.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe. We are the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done. And if you'd like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Linux podcast community on community.goinglangs.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. 73. Theme music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.